Hey guys, Connor here. Just want to thank you for tuning in to episode two of the Why Growth podcast. Uh, today I interview my friend Thaddeus Smith, great friend. We talk about his life, we talk about who he is today, and I'm really thankful that he was there and he was able to talk with me about it. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast. It allows you to get notifications on when I upload, which will be every Wednesday around 6 p.m. Uh, but besides that, thank you so much. Uh, enjoy. to the Why Growth Podcast, hosted by Connor Hall. Thank you for returning for another episode of the Why Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Connor Hall, and today we have a very special guest, uh, one of my best friends and probably the funniest person I know, uh, Thaddeus Smith. Hello. Thank you, for, thank you for having me, Connor. Yeah, you're so welcome, Thad. Uh, definitely wanted you to be our first guest. Because I think your life is really, really something special. And I think that you do an amazing job of making the best of it. Thank you very much. So give me a little rundown about you. Let the audience know who you are. Um, and, and just kind of talk about what your future is going to be like, what you're doing right now, what life's like right now. And right. then we'll get kind of deeper into it afterwards. Okay. Um, well, hello. I'm Thaddeus Smith. And I'm a senior at Ording High School. I intend to go to the University of Puget Sound in August 2019. I'm going, I plan on majoring in English with an emphasis in bioethics and a minor in Spanish. As far as a career goes, I really could not tell you what a (laughs) career entails with all of those things, but, um, yeah, that's, that's as far as future plans go. Um, you're currently in a play. I am currently, I am in a musical. Yeah. Yeah. In Greece. I'm excited about that. Yeah. When's that? When is that? Give is, a little plug for that. Oh, really yeah. Let me just advertise for this. Um, <laughs> that that will be on May 10th and May 11th at the Ording High School Performing Arts Center. And as far as tickets go, I don't really know, but I know that. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm excited. To, I'm excited to see it. Yeah. Um, thank you. All right. So let's talk a little bit more about your life. Tell me about your childhood, growing up. Ooh. Uh, if you move school. Really, anything you want to touch on, there, you know, there's no boundaries or anything. And if sure. you feel uncomfortable saying stuff, definitely, you know, you don't have to say anything. But right. just whatever you want to talk about. Um, all right. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, I have been in Ording for 13 years. I have not moved um, school districts or anything. As far as houses go, I moved to the house I'm in now when I was about four years old. And I've been there for, you know, ever. So, <laughs> um when I was growing up, I didn't really have the best relationship with my father. Um, he left when I was eight, and it's been really hard to overcome that obstacle because personally, I feel like he left at a time when I was sort of getting the idea of what a family unit was. Mm-hmm. And so that was, that was pretty difficult. Yeah. And growing up, I've you know, look to other grown men as, you know, for father figures. And it's been really difficult to just overcome that hurdle. And, but, yeah, it's, I feel like I've, you know, I feel like I've done as best as I could, as best as anyone could. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I still get to see him 
sometimes, usually for holidays like Thanksgiving and Christmas, and so it's okay. We we sometimes get together, but yeah, that's cool. I mean, so so growing up, the age of eight, he left, um, and then so going. Tell me, tell me about like school. Like, what was that like? Um, at first it was, it was pretty difficult, and uh, I keep on hesitating. I'm really sorry. That's okay. No problem. Uh, I remember in middle school meeting Mr. Ruff for the very first time, and he was a very, he, he was everything that I really wanted to be, and he was, he was energetic, he was inclusive, he made you feel welcome in his classroom, and just welcome as a person overall, and I really looked up to him for that, and he, he was an inspiration to me, and I loved him, Yeah. and uh, it was really difficult to have him leave not only my eighth grade year but also my freshman year or you know our freshman yes, year yes in between yeah yeah and it was really hard to accept the fact that like i personally felt that i had to experience my dad leave all over again yeah so that was very very emotional for me <clears throat> and yeah that was, that was very that was very difficult yeah and then um what was like like with your, you have two other brothers, I older do. brothers. Do you yeah. have any other siblings besides that? No, no. Just, so, so I mean, I have step siblings. How I, did how did they like? Did they ever help you, or did they like help? You know, did they help the family in any way with with this kind of transition? Um, I feel like my oldest brother, he, I feel like he had to, like, sort of run the family with my mom after this happened because it was so much pressure and it was it was all so sudden. So I feel like he was under a lot of pressure just to, like, run the family and help my mom with everything and help support us. And as far as my middle brother goes, he I feel like he got the worst end of it because, yeah, that's just, it's it's that's a that's just, a whole other thing. Yeah, no, no worries. Um, so then, so now we're in high school and now we're seniors. Mm-hmm. Uh, how how would you sum up your high school experience? Honestly, I I think it's been pretty great. Not gonna lie, like yeah. I haven't had any you know negative things i mean you know uh, there's there's always going to be highs there's always going to be lows absolutely and i personally feel like i've i've done a good job like i've gone through the hard times i i've kept my head up i've persevered you know i've kept kept going through breaking through the glass ceiling you know yeah and just <laughs> just making through making the best is what i can and yeah yeah i think I think that's really important is like there are times and, and and you were unfortunate because at such a young age stuff happened and and continues to happen but there are a lot of people who we are peers with that haven't had that much you know struggle in their life and haven't been through anything it's hard for them because they always are like you know i'm okay or, or like i'm doing fine how are you and like they ask questions and they mean really well but yeah. they never are like they never really want to feel that sort of struggle. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. But opposed to, like, people who have felt, like, difficulties in their life um, definitely understand each other, I feel like, a little bit better. And that's not the person who's received the struggle, and that's not the person who hasn't received the struggle's fault. It's neither of their fault yeah. that life has just turned out the way it has. Yeah. Um, but, so, besides that, I mean, what would you... How how would you sum up your childhood? Like, what... Do you think it's it's been... Uh, <laughs> ooh... I mean, it was it was hard, but all in all, I feel like I had a pretty decent childhood. Aside that, I mean, there were obviously, you know, bad times that, I mean, 
you know, yeah, a little yeah. personal for the, yeah, too yeah. personal for the podcast. Absolutely, understandable. But, but I think all in all, like, with the help and the support that I had from my mom and from my brothers, I feel like I feel like I had a really good childhood. Like, that's I felt good. supported, I felt included, I felt wanted, and... I think that's all everyone like really wants to have and experience. So, yeah, that's good. Yeah, it was a good time. I think, I think, especially for me, and I'm gonna ask you this question is, um, so growing up for me it was really nice. I didn't have very much struggle until recently, right. but uh, it almost like parenting is is kind of weird. Um, how I think about it is like people always want to do better than their own parents, yeah, and like they're always trying to improve upon that. So, how do you think? your childhood will shape how you are as a parent? Um, well, I really want to get included with my children, if or when I have them. Mm-hmm. And I really want to just, you know, ask them how their day is, and ask them what they're learning, ask them what they're interested in. Yeah. You know, take them to the park, the zoo, whatever. I want to, like, like spark some interest and see what they're interested in and what they want to do with their lives. And Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's you know, there are a lot of parents who, who say that, Mm-hmm. Uh, but like they haven't like been through stuff that has caused them to really push that right and and parenting of course you know we have no idea we yeah. don't know how that works <laughs> yeah, i mean yeah i mean we can only go off of what we've received as as kids and it's a whole different end of the spectrum and you really just live a different life when you're a parent mm-hmm. and it's crazy how you know there's just kind of this weird gap in communication at times where parents you know think something and kids think something else especially with how fast technology is growing right that i think that it's it's becoming more difficult for parents to really i mean with technology you know with snapchat and all these social medias and yeah and all you know the the access of information it's becoming harder to parent i feel like yeah yeah i feel like there's this sort of isolation between um a parent and their child because i don't like we're, we're just living in an age where you know, there's all these social media platforms, like you said, and like there's sort of like this isolation, this lack of communication between, you know, children and their parents, and you know, you know, parents like my my mom will always try to, you know, get me to talk to her, and I mean it's not like I don't talk to my mom yeah, or anything, yeah. I do, but I feel like, um, especially in today's society, it's it's really often like really common. I mean, for, you know, kids children teenagers to sort of be more blunt and kind of neglect their parents and lose that communication piece that was so important that when when our parents were kids yeah so i I feel like that's something it's crazy to think about how how our parents parents like our grandparents yeah how they parented their kids like when you know like the internet was coming out Mm -hmm. and like you know stuff was happening but then like the gap between like technology and like the real like generation gap between our parents and their parents weren't that big yeah whereas like today like us and our parents i feel like there's such a big technology gap yeah and it's crazy to think in the future like how how is like society going to be drastically different than what it is now that we will not be able to understand or comprehend or people that are younger than us or our children will be able to understand it better than us and it's crazy to think like what because i'm pretty sure like our parents or even our, our our parents' parents didn't think that, like, we'd have, you know, iPhones yeah, and, like, touchscreen sure. phones, and no one really thought of that as being a thing, and then it, you know, hit the scene, and now everyone has one, and it's, you know, become this sort of common idea that, you know, everyone has a touchscreen phone, and everyone has access to calling really anywhere they want in the world, and they yeah. can 
search whatever they want and receive that information super fast but it's like what is the next step like yeah. where are we going and that's something that's kind of scary but also really fascinating at the it same is. time i feel like i agree i agree yeah so all right so now i'm going to start asking you a couple questions some uh kind of light and some not so light sure okay. um where is your favorite place on earth where oh man that i've been to or yeah okay um that's tough um Okay, I would say probably San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I love San Francisco. I went there last year on a on a band trip, and I had a, an amazing time. I went to Stanford. I got to see the Golden Gate Bridge. I went to Alcatraz. It was, I loved it. I loved every minute of it. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it was a fun time. I've been to San Francisco, I think, once. It was really nice. Yeah. It's a really cool city. It is. Yeah. I, yeah, so much tourist attractions and, like, yeah. Oof. Um, Where do you see yourself 10 years from now? Oh man, I don't, I don't even know where I see myself ten days from now, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough, fair enough. Um, but like, if you give like a guess, like, what are like things that you think you will have in your life, like that you want to have in your life? In all sincerity, I hope to achieve. Um, I hope to have my master's degree by then. I hope to um, have a stable job. Hopefully, you know, good good enough pay to just get by. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, Ten years from now. How old am I? I'll be 27. Hopefully, I'll have a house. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a goal. That's a good uh, goal to have. Uh, dog. That'd be dog. great. White be picket cool. fence. Um, yeah. The whole, the whole American dream, if yeah. you will. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, next question. What is your favorite book that you've ever read? Oh, man. No, that's difficult. That is you, a difficult. You read a lot of books. I do love books. Um, I would have to say it's either Brave New World by Aldous Huxley or Fahrenheit Four Five One by Ray Bradbury. Both are dystopian novels. <clears throat> Excuse me, and they really portray the importance of knowledge and the increase in the very the scariness of ignorance and what can happen if we just ignore where we come from and and who we are and our true potential and i feel like they are great novels that we can we can learn from and we can open our eyes and be like okay maybe we should really focus on literature and that's why i love books because you can learn the power of books through just reading you can yeah it doesn't even have to be a book about you know that kind of subject it can just be a book in general because i feel personally empowered after reading one because i I just feel inspired by what i've read i would agree with that statement i think there are a lot of really good books out there (laughs) that are neglected because you know reading is starting to become sort of this weird um afterthought of not education but just as today's youth you know like we read so much on our phones it's like you know you scroll (laughs) through social media and you read a ton of different articles and stuff but really like is that going to help you because really i'm a firm believer that if you forget the past you're doomed to repeat it yeah and so if we forget what these people are saying then we are doomed to repeat it and so if we lose all these authors and all these books that are creating this idea that we're going to be ignorant and that that's going to be the downfall of civilization then i think that that we're doomed to repeat that yeah, I um, next question. What is the most important class that you've taken at Ording High School? Ooh. To you as a person. To me? Yeah. Ooh, man. I've taken a lot of good ones. I would honestly say probably 
man, there's there's more than one. Is that okay? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. I would say AP World History. Okay, I agree um, with that. And my junior English class and AP Lit. Those are, I think, the most crucial classes that I've ever taken at Ording High. Why? Why for each? Um, I mean, like, nothing, like, crazy okay. long. Yeah, yeah. Just... No, I get you. I get yeah, you. yeah. Um, AP World opened my eyes to so much, and I it really breaks my heart that the AP curriculum for AP World is being changed. Yeah. Because with us, it started literally at the very beginning of, of humanity. humanity. Yep. And they're changing it to the fact to to the year twelve hundred, and so much happens Holy between. Cow, that. I didn't even know. Yeah, that. that's crazy. Yeah, it's you cr- lose like all the the original, mo- like not modern, but all the original civilizations. Yeah, and, all and the important, you know, how we got to certain places. Exactly, exactly, and I feel like it's like it's still going to be a very important class for those that take it in the future. But you lose why people did certain things and how they lived and why it was different in each place and to just start it so abruptly lose that it's 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 sad it's honestly really sad and i think everyone should learn why things are the way they are and how they got there so i would agree with that yeah and uh okay so then junior language arts junior language arts okay so i love my teacher she was she's very passionate and that's honestly what i love about teachers like if a teacher is passionate I guarantee, like, no matter what the subject is, like, a student will be passionate about that subject as well. I would agree, yep. And I think that's why I'm majoring in English, because I was so inspired by her, and I that's that's why I want to go forth and, and do so. And uh, she really gave, uh, she really opened our eyes, as opposed to why the um, contextualization to a piece of literature is important, because um, the the play the crucible by arthur miller is you know about the salem witch trials but if someone were to just pick up that play and read it they'd be like oh it's just about witches but it's important to just to know that it you know he was tried for mccarthyism in the 1950s and so he uses literature as just a metaphor to yeah the things that he was being tried for yeah and then you said ap lit ap lit so I, I just love the books that we read in AP Lit. I love Slaughterhouse Five. I love Death of a Salesman. Uh, the book we're reading right now, uh, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? I I see it as, um, it's honestly the challenge that I've always wanted in an English class. Yeah. Because I feel like other English classes throughout high school that, because you know this is my first AP English class, it it hasn't really, you know, met my caliber of and my passion of. English that I have for yeah you know and I feel like I'm finally meeting that standard with this class and I feel like the way that the class is structured because I'm taking the same class right now yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah <laughs> I feel like the uh, <laughs> I feel like the structure of the class like the way that it's run is really interesting because um, we're really enabled to kind of voice our own opinion on stuff so much to the point yeah. that every Wednesday we have someone someone uh kind of present a piece of literature or like a spoken word poem or really like any format of of literature art and trying to have the the students interpret it and i just feel like it's really i've never been in a class like that yeah, and i think absolutely. there's really a unique way of teaching is allowing the students to teach and i think i think mr malay gets a lot of 
not a lot of hate, but just he's kind of an unorthodox teacher, mostly because he's young. Yeah. But I think that that's a smart way that he's gone about that. Yeah, so, I agree. Yeah. All right, so last two questions. Okay. Uh, the first one being, uh, what would you give uh, who, like, if you had, someone's listening to this right now, what advice sure. would you give them if they are a freshman in high school? Um, what, what, what do they need advice on? Let's say, no, let's change the question, actually. Okay. Go back five years, what advice would you give yourself? Okay. Oh, eighth grade me. Yeah, eighth grade you. Let me think about that one. That's a, that's a good one. That is a good one. <laughs> if I do say so myself. <laughs> <laughs> Not to pat yourself on yeah, the back but, or anything. You know, pat, pat. Um, I would look at my unglown up self <laughs> and I would just reassure myself and say, Hey, everything's everything's gonna be okay. Okay. And fate has a funny way of working. And I, I truly believe that because you can hate something for happening like all you want but you have to respect the way that you know it works out and i i believe that everything happens for a reason i believe that you know regardless of what i've gone through i feel like i've gotten stronger and i would tell myself that like you're gonna get stronger you will be okay and you know friends come friends go people come people go but more friends come, you know? Yeah. And you're going to experience positive things. You're going to experience negative things, but they're all going to help you grow as a person and an, as an individual. That's really beautiful, yeah. Thank you. And then the final question is, pose a question for our next guest. I don't know who it is yet, Oh. but uh, pose a question for them. Pose a question. Oh, man. Yeah, it could be really anything. It could be. Man. Did you hear that? Yeah, I don't know what that was. Okay. Oh, man. What do you feel... Okay, what experience as a person do you think shaped you as a person, if that makes sense? Like, what... Like... What event in your life yeah. has shaped you to become the person you are going to be? Yeah, there you or go. Or that you become. Yeah. That, right. that I like that thing. a lot. I yeah. like that. That's a really good question. Thank you. All right, so I think that's it for the podcast. Uh, thank you so much, Thad, for being here today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Thank uh, you for having me. And I definitely look forward to uh, graduating with you and, and spending a lot of time with you as we get closer to the to the end, as they say. Oh. Um, but it's never really going to be over, and I'm really excited to see how our friendship grows over the next couple of decades. Oh, me too, man. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to the podcast. Uh, we really appreciate you guys uh, tuning in. Uh, that's all I really got. So have a great day and, and thank you and live, love, and learn.